Hello, my name is Father Ed Feliski from the San Alfonso Retreat House in Long Branch, New Jersey. Today the Church celebrates the Feast of the Holy Family, and I'd like to begin my reflection with today's Gospel reading taken from our liturgy. This is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 2, verses 13 to 15 and 19 to 23. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod that what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> there is a story about a middle-aged woman who took her aging mother into her home. The mother had suffered a stroke and she needed time to recover. She needed some care. The daughter was very attentive to her mother's every need. She waited on her hand and foot. Nevertheless, a terrible fight broke out between the two of them over a hard-boiled egg, of all things. In the middle of the war of words, the mother stopped short and asked, Why are you doing all this for me anyway? The daughter began to list all the reasons. I am afraid for you. I want you to get well. I felt maybe I ignored you when I was younger. I need to show you that I'm strong and can care for you like you cared for me. I need to help you get ready to go home, to live alone. I'm worried about, all you, about your getting older. The list could, could have gone on forever. Junk, the mother said when the, when the daughter was done. Junk, the daughter yelled. Like, boy, she made a real mistake with that remark. I could really get her. Yes, junk, said the mother, but a little more quietly. And that little more quietly tone got to the daughter. And she went on, you don't have to have all those reasons. We love each other. That's enough. And the daughter felt like a child again. Having your parents show you something that's true 
but you don't feel put down. You feel better because it is true and you know it. So the daughter said, you're right. You're really right. I'm sorry. The mother said, don't be sorry. Junk is fine. It's what we don't need anymore. I love you. Our focus today is on family, the Holy Family. The importance of family cannot be overstated. The family is the place where we discover what it means to be loved. It is the place where we learn to be human, to know our strengths and weaknesses, where we experience love and forgiveness, where we learn about relationships, unity, sacrifice, loving others, accepting others, where we learn values and attitudes and trust. The family is where we learn how to handle stress and how to be responsible and caring for others. Family is where we learn how to get along with each other. The success of society depends on the health of the family. And so it is in everyone's best interest that we invest in the health of our families. And that is true of our church family as well. And it is a matter of whether God is central in the family that makes a family holy. If God is present, the family is holy. If God is absent, then the family is something else. And we can see this clearly in the life of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. God is central in all of their decisions, from the Annunciation, to the visions of Joseph through his dreams, to the flight into Egypt, to their return from Egypt to Nazareth. At every turn, the Holy Family is attentive to the voice of God. Just a few days ago, we heard St. Luke describe the birth of Jesus at Bethlehem. Although the manger may not have been the Ritz-Carlton, we imagined a scene described in the song, Silent Night, Holy Night. The silence of that night was broken only by the angels praising God and announcing peace to God's people on earth. Now, today, we hear Matthew's gospel. The peace and the quiet are gone. The paranoid king, Herod the Great, is intent on destroying the child Jesus. And the Holy Family have to escape by leaving their homeland. And they now become refugees in the neighboring country of Egypt. It's like a splash of cold water in the face. But this splash is really a splash of cold reality, reminding us that no family not even the holiest, has a stress-free existence. It also reminds us of the universal conflict and tension between the forces of good and evil, the forces of light and darkness, the forces of grace and sin. Matthew's story also reminds us that although our decision to follow Jesus takes us along a road that leads to eternal happiness, that road is not always smooth. Stress builds, tensions rise, tempers flare. But the family is the place where we learn to negotiate, 
where we learn to deal with conflict because we love one another. So let's just get rid of the junk and try to love more deeply and imitate the Holy Family so we can become the Holy Family of God. And so as I conclude my reflections, I wish to thank my own family for their unconditional love and support, for teaching me how to love and how to be loved. May God bless you on your journey to become holy.